I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 95 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, four stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, four stripes. Gordon Ryan update. There's none. He hasn't had a match yet. Nobody's got the match this Friday. Today, as a matter of fact, when we're recording this is the match. Oh, it's today? Yeah. What time? Eight, I think, is when the main card uh, is... I did love what he said because uh, you know you know people always hate on him on Instagram. What if he loses? Um, I'm just going to go past that. Um, so Craig Jones is high is the the main event card uh, with Ronaldo Jr. on that same card, right? And and Gordon Ryan's the co-main with Jimenez, right? And they were like, uh, the you know his haters were like. Hey, why aren't you the main card? I thought you were the number one grappler. He goes, the only reason I'm not the main card is because Craig Jones is a teammate and I like him. Therefore, I'm not knocking him off the main event card. But otherwise, I would be. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? I'm really locked into my question. What's the question? What if he loses? He doesn't lose. What if he loses? He's 55 matches he has not lost in four and a half years. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't lose. What if he loses? Does that make the other guy the best in the world to you? No, but I'll then obviously start loving Roberto. I already do love Roberto Jimenez. So, mm-hmm. you know, no, it's, just, it's not going to take over my crush. No, on Gordon Ryan. No, definitely not. Like he just gets caught and it's 55. So what? Him. Everybody does. Well, almost everybody. Yeah. Not Gordon Ryan, though. Nope. And it's not like a bullshit, questionable thing. It's just straight up, just choked or just heel hooked or something. Caught. He, yeah. It's not, does not compute, Phil. It's going to be a quick match. Roberto Jimenez is very offensive. Mm-hmm. And, and he's great. He's fantastic. You know, like I said, to go back to episode, what, 92 or 93, whenever we did the... Um, five or six black belts that came on whenever we were pans mm-hmm. and listen to what he says. He, you know, he, he's not one. He doesn't care about, he doesn't feel like it's a win to eke out a points win. Yeah. And that's the way he chooses to grapple. That's why I like him. Well, I'm just questioning like where your loyalty goes. Gordon Ryan. If Gordon Ryan loses. Gordon Ryan. I like him and as yeah, he's not going to win though. Okay. Well, I have egg on my face if this thing comes out after the fact and it's already done and over with. Hmm? No, it's going to come out right after this. I just load it up right away. Oh, okay. Good. Um, yeah, no. I just thought maybe he, he maybe he loses because he's been lazy lately. Or I something. think that the co-main and the main event are going to be two things. The most exciting matches that 
that who's number one on flow grappling has ever seen and the shortest matches that, that it's ever seen. Nah. Yeah. I, okay. Here's my prediction. Each match is under two minutes. I don't see it happening. They always take so long. Listen, you like to bet on uh, Dogecoin and, and Bitcoin and all the other stuff. Let's make a little gentleman's bet here. Think I made a Doge? I'll bet a Doge on it. I'll bet a Doge on it. Wait, how much is Doge right now? Yeah, it's cheap. It's like 70 cents, right? On a dollar? No way. Or no, four. What is it? I don't know. Is that like four cents or something when it was really or high? Four, whatever. I don't know what it is. Uh, I got plenty of it, Phil. I got plenty <laughs> of it. <laughs> Uh, I have dollars worth. <laughs> it's literally tens of dollars worth of it. <laughs> that may be fives of dollars worth or hundreds of dollars worth at some point in time. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction. Each match under under two minutes. Or let's say this. I'm going to say this. Cumulatively, the two matches under four minutes okay. gives me the most leeway. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're always longer when they have good people. They're both good and they're both offensive. Mm -hmm. oh, and the best offense, good defense. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe the saying's the best defense, a good offense. I don't remember. It's one Maybe. of those. That's, it's one of those. That could be. It could, it could, it could be. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, that is interesting. Interesting. So take. Gordon Ryan's just saying he's not going to knock Craig Jones being off the main event. Right. Yeah. Because that's his pal. That's his training partner. Mm -hmm. Probably his main training partner, honestly. Yeah. They about, they're about the same size. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Gordon's 215. Craig's like 210, Do you think Gordon Ryan takes steroids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I yeah, saw I a picture of him where he was like the same height as I think a purple belt. And just like super skinny. Well, also, you know, he's had really bad gut problems for a long, like gut biome problems for a really long time. Mm -hmm. um, I read about how he like pukes when he eats or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the steroids actually help with that too. You know, I don't, um, but yeah, I think, I think he's on steroids. I don't care. Mm -hmm. They're, they're all on steroids. I mean, you don't think Galval's on steroids? Fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm sure they all are. I'm just yeah. curious. Kind of Duarte. Yeah. He's on all the steroids. Hodger Gracie? Nope. Not at all. Yeah, he's not very jacked. No, he's not. No, I watched like a, one of the MMA so, fights. Uh, not in a non-technical way, but you know. Yeah. So. Interesting. I wonder. Lovato used to have to get tested. Oh, Joey's going to be mad if he listens to this. He doesn't listen anyway. Um. I wonder if Lovato's now on steroids because he never could take them before with Bellator because Usada mm -hmm. was testing them. Yeah, you know, but he was still jacked. Yeah, I don't know. He's on PRP and the stem cells, though. I can tell you that. Everybody's on that. Yeah, it's popular now. Did I start that movement? Probably. I think, I think you. Did. I think you invented PRP. <laughs> I did not invent PRP. <laughs> I did take it. Four years ago, almost four, three and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It just seems Is that performance enhancing for your knees? Uh, hopefully. It, it was for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. It'd be nice if they could fix it without the surgeries because it's never right after surgery. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Feels like you got one shot at the surgery, man. I'd rather have a few of those PRP and stem cell shots, even if it only lasted. I, I mean, it's lasted me now three and a half years. Even if it just lasted that long, if I had to go in for another one tomorrow. What was wrong with your knee when you got the shot? Um, it was it was more uh, inflammatory changes, arthritic changes. So it was whenever I was uh, sitting down after training, I literally couldn't straighten my leg. If I sat down for 10 minutes after training, I literally couldn't straighten my leg. It hurt hmm. really, really bad. Um, so... So yeah, whenever I, I did that, it took probably three months and it was after the first month, it was like 50% better. And then it just got like 25% better the next month, 25% mm -hmm. better the following month. So it was like, it felt really, I didn't even realize how bad it had hurt for so long, you know, um, to whenever I, I finally started being able to use it again, you know, and you could notice a disparity in my right and left leg, you know, because of it, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was interesting too. Let me get like a weird, like right behind the, the cap, just like in some positions, it'll just feel like all of a sudden I'll be in the same position for like 10 seconds and like five seconds in somebody stabs me with a knife right behind my kneecap and then it goes away. That doesn't sound like it's a I just don't. healthy type I, thing. You know, it's just like one second of shooting pain and then it goes away and I'm like, Think you severed your ACL? It's terrible, but it's gone, and then it doesn't come back again. You know, it's just so weird. Like once a week. When do you get it? Like when? When is it? Uh, last time I was in the mount with you, it just was like somebody stabbed me in the leg, and then it just went away. Well, that's because I was carrying my knife. Lost time. <laughs> stabbed your leg and got out of my escaped. Mount. That's a good escape. Uh, um. Let's talk about your new love of half guard, Phil. I hate half guard. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's my love of half guard. Yeah, half guard sucks. Uh, um, what are you doing? So you're just ignoring it to get to address the problem? No, I'm just admitting that I suck at it and I don't like it. But I'm there a lot, losing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. But they went over. Nick came in. Nick Spirito came in and did a special class for us which was cool and he showed a cool back take and a sweep that seemed really easy during class and not so easy afterwards and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like during class i'm like i don't know why i don't do this more often and then rolling i was like this is why i can't do it um but it's so funny because whenever i was rolling with nick at the end you know and folks top tip here if you're not doing this whenever you're going to class and practicing the moves that's the time to practice them because that's when it's fresh in your mind from when you got the lesson to when it's fresh in your professor's mind to, to answer any questions about it and um so every role i'm trying to work on those things admittedly it's probably harder because they're looking for it mm -hmm. then but i tried to get that one back take on Nick and, and man, I thought, ah, oh, shit, I got this. And then I kind of gave up on it. And after the role, he's like, why did you give up on it? You had, he's like, yeah, I was off balance. You should have, you should have done it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, again, coming back to that, just having faith in the move, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I do this, I'm realizing it now more often than not, especially like today on that joke with you from the half guard stuff. I realized that I just abandoned stuff because for no real good reason, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I have, I like doing it. I, I don't mind doing it, but I feel like I have to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. What? I'm just seeing where you go with this. I think that's, I think that that's something that I can improve on in my game is that I can not, I can be more stubborn with some things, you know, trying to finish, trying to execute, try to get it done instead of just give up and go on to the next thing. But then again, I'm, I'm torn on it because I think giving up and going on to the next things help helps you link things together. So I don't know what the right thing is. It's hard. That's what I was going to say. I wanted to see where you're going to go with it. Cause like I am on the other side where I chase things too long. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which is just, I think I just learned backwards from you of like the really long, slow way of like to really know when I don't have it mm-hmm. and to when to transfer. So now I think like there are certain positions that I'll transfer back and forth with. I know I don't have something and I'll cycle between a few things that I kind of tie together. But then there's other positions where people have been like, Nick has said it to me, like when I'm chasing a choke on the back, he's like, yeah, once I'm at a certain position, you have to let it go. But on the flip side, I've finished like chokes from similar spots. They're nowhere near as good as Nick, obviously, but Mm -hmm. like, you know, so it's like how, how long do you chase it before you have to transition and I don't know. I think that just comes with experience of knowing when you're going to lose it and where you want to go. Well, today, when you almost abandoned that choke that almost put me out, mm-hmm. like you almost abandoned that choke and it was super, super tight, you know, and I do that same thing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't delineate the clear line. I don't think there are clear lines on it on when to move on. I think it, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know, but my, and like, I know when I'm on the back or if I'm in that position, like with the Kimura grip on the back where I cycle between the Kimura and then a couple collar chokes and a head and arm choke, like, because I so clearly know where I want to go, no matter what you do, it's easy for me to transition when I don't know where I want to go. Maybe, I don't want to transition as easily. Maybe that's the answer. But I think when you don't know, know more things from every position. Well, that's how you become a submission magician is to know more things like that. Touche. So, Touche. And, and me and Patrick were talking about how you just keep saying things like abracadabra, <laughs> ashi salami every time you submit somebody. Like you're a magician. It's getting weird. Well, so you know, that's my game. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> but... I think you're, you're, when you don't know if it's working or you don't know, maybe you just have a better idea where you want to go positionally. And that's why yeah. you're more comfortable just letting go of the submission and go to a different position. And I want to hang on to it and figure out longer. I'd rather chase the submission longer to moving my body around, but keeping my hands in place. I think that's, man, I think that's a good idea because you positionally, then you, then you have more familiarity from everywhere with it. You know, but I just can't, I, I can't help, but not care if I get the submission as long as I keep the dominant position. Yeah. And I'm that way in that like dominant position with the Kimura, I guess, you know, like Mm -hmm. in that like kind of back Mm -hmm. where I'm always at, like I always end up there. 
So we just we've just got to obsess about every position, like we have the back and the Kimura position. Probably. I mean, I would imagine after long enough, you know where you want to go from everywhere. Yeah, but not all positions are as fun as those positions. Some of them are more boring. Maybe they'd be more fun if you were better at them. <sighs> Stupid. But right. I think every... I don't know. The back always seems the best for me because, like, it's the most fun. Duh. So It's the most dominant position, yes. The so, back's the funnest. Well, I guess going back to what I liked about what Nick showed in half guard and then John showed Wednesday and then again Thursday morning is just different ways from half guard to get to the back. So it's taking the position I don't like, which is the same thing I did in the close guard, just taking the position I don't like or I don't have success in and showing efficient avenues to the place I do want to go. And I think having some better ideas of where I'm trying to go helps open up other attacks. It's funny, I was talking about um, sweeping uh, with Rob today, who's new, newer, and he was going over flower sweep and scissor sweep and was repping them a couple times. And I was like, it's just really hard to do the sweeps when people are just sitting there. Like, you kind of need the movement somewhere to make something happen. And I don't know, I feel like I never... Like, I didn't put that together for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think. Because I feel like when I was really struggling with sweeping people, what like when I was talking about it like week after week, like I can't sweep anyone. It's like I was, I was always looking for that like textbook. Like grips, scissor sweep. You, textbook yeah. grips, textbook foot position, everything's good, boom, it sweep, you get an amount. Because that's, that's how I learn and like, that's how I would try to put it in, in action basically. And it like doesn't work that way for me. Like I don't get that sweep. I don't think that many people do like, and then creating the movement and then just looking for different cues to just knock someone over is a lot easier. Yeah. I think that awareness and the constant Kazushi. Yeah. Uh, you know, constant Kazushi constantly. <laughs> but, but really, I mean, that, that is absolutely what it is. And you think about it, I mean, and, and, and John says it too, you know, we practice these movements, try to practice them perfect with perfect technique. I mean, 90% of the time I get that mm -hmm. 5% mm -hmm. of the time. Um, so that, that is not how you're going to get it when you're rolling. You know, it, it, and he even says, it, you know, yeah, may, it's this might work if you get 30% of this or 40%. You know, it might, it might work if the, if they're off balanced, if they're, you know, if you set it up nicely enough or if they've set themselves up. I mean, dude, there's a lot of people who just sweep themselves. Yeah. I mean, that, that happens. That's, yeah. I used to do that all the time. Yeah. Of course. Everybody did. Everybody did. And, you know, you're just holding on in there just like, oh, you just swept yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it happens. You know, it's kind of happens after the spaz stage in white belt. Mm -hmm. And you just find yourself sweeping yourself all the time. But there's nothing wrong with that. You're, you're figuring out what the balance points are. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's that's what you got to figure out. Yeah. Probably coinciding with trying to pass, you know, they do that. They do that knee in the middle of trying to pass thing. And man, for me, admittedly, that's one of the hardest positions for me is that knee in the middle of trying to pass thing. Cause you, I don't feel like you have a great base unless you're, unless you're turning the knee out and getting it in their knee and really, you know, have good active toes. It's a, that's a tough position. Mm-hmm. thought you're gonna keep going there no no i wasn't i wasn't yeah i don't like that one i don't either i don't do it most of the time although i've been trying to do it more because it's you know those those items are items in the fundamental stuff and we have to we have to kind of know it and we have to uh you know be able to demonstrate it be able to to try to do it at least somewhat proficiently Mm mm-hmm I've been talking another thing that people are asking because they ask about those things so like how like to open the guard or whatever. I've been working on guard a lot. So then they ask like how they open the guard and the amount of times that like the funny look I get when I'm like, I just wait for people to do something when I'm like waiting to open the guard. Like I just kind of, that's a big part of like how I open it. Like if I either stand up, if they don't do anything, I try to stand up, but it's sure. so much easier for me. I feel like I just kind of wait. And when they open something, then I go. I like to stare at them intently. Yeah, I know you do. You know, if, they, if yeah. I stare at them intently enough, it feels like I'm doing that mind meld, mm-hmm. the Vulcan mind meld. <laughs> like, open your guard, open your guard. And then they just open their guard. Yeah. I'm like, bam. But like two or three people kind of looked at me and be like, I just feel like I got to be doing something. I'm like, yeah, you kind of do. But also you don't, you know, like you'd be doing something without doing too much. But I don't know. It's another thing you got to play with, but. It's just funny that I'm realizing that's something I do without thinking about that being something I do. Yeah. And it's just waiting on them to open the garden, whichever way they open it, I'll go that way. Yeah. But it's just, it's just funny. Oh, it's, it's so a true. Recent I mean, conversation yeah. I've had. So, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> that is funny. Because hmm. forcing it opens really hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a winning proposition. I mean, people have set success with me when they force it open because I'll try to hold, I'll try to hold it locked closed too long. And I'm, and that's why I'm trying to work on it. It's cause I'm, I'm not comfortable there. So. Yeah. The key to that is whenever they try to force it open, you open it on your own terms. I mean, that's, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's. Well, I've been trying to attack the timing of that, that knee in the middle timing over and over again, either with an arm drag or with the flower sweep. And that's, it's like now I'm finally getting a little bit of not even sweeps, but like I'm finally getting people off balance with mm-hmm. attacking the flower sweep to mm-hmm. then to then just create something. Um, but it's I think sweep I think sweeping is the hardest part other than Mount Cross choke that I'm not convinced works is <laughs> sweeping is the hardest part of jujitsu. No, yeah, Mount Cross choke definitely is the hardest yeah, part. It's so hard. It's so disappointing sometimes my execution of it um sweeping not so much i prefer i like sweeping yeah um but yeah i get it i get it it can be tough and you know what it's much tougher whenever the people are bigger and stronger than you i don't really i don't really run into too many of those yeah so can't really relate there yeah but you know 
Yeah. I could see that being a problem for some people. <laughs> Just not you. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to talk about Phil. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like it's well documented, but you're one of my favorite training partners. I like the way we train together. I, you know, I, I truly enjoy whenever you catch me in something that I have no idea what's going on in. I, I truly enjoy that. And I, and I feel like you do, you're, you're the same in that respect with me, but you, we, we, um, we give and take right. Whenever we're training, like if you're where I know what you're working on most mm-hmm. of the time. Right. And I give the positions in, in those positions. I'm going to try to defend it like hell. Right. But it makes me better and it makes you better because you see what the defense is. But, you know, just like I finally, I finally freaking figured out that, that, uh, X guard today. Like I finally figured out what I got to do on that with the sit. And you told me the first day, I just, it was what Steve Hall said, which was sitting back on it and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and kind of stalemating out of it or, you know, trapping that arm and look, just looking for a a wrist lock so that, you know, they want to be out of that position. But, um, but what makes what makes us be able to do that with each other and not everyone else? I don't know. I'm asking. I'm genuinely asking the question. Yeah, I think I think because we know and we talk about it so much, like the things that we're currently trying to figure out that like. It's just more fun. I don't know. Because even like Roland, I was like, what are you working on? He's like, well, we just went over a series of deep half guard. And I was like, all right, cool. So just keep putting me in that. And so he swept me like 10 times in a row. But I don't really care because it's like, that's a position that I'm not good at. So it's like, just, I learned the hard way. Like, if you tell me what to do, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to nod my head and then I'm going to like, just do whatever I want to do anyway. And then like afterwards, I'll put it together. Like, as I think back on it. And then you'll be like, hey, look what I figured out. Yeah, I got this great idea. Yeah, that's what I told you. So that reminds me when, because, all right, so the same, along the same lines, I'm working on the open guard. And like, as you're passing my guard, I'm I'm trying to ask questions because you're just a lot better at the open guard than I am. And I'm, and I'm asking about the signal leg X entry of how I'm sliding in. And you're like, yeah, (laughs) you don't want to slide in. You know, you want to off balance them, take the weight off the leg, shoot up and then use your other leg as a frame. So I can't just mount you right away. And you, you go through this explanation that we've both seen taught before, like, and I know this and I know how to do it. And so we slap hands and I immediately, again, just shoot right (laughs) under you. You just look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I immediately mount you right there. And I'm just like, you know, I just fucking panicked. Thought you were going to pass my guard. So I just shot in and fucking, you know, just did it wrong. That was just straight up panic right there. It's like, oh, she's going to pass. You you know, just fucking, that's not it. It's not the move. So, you know, that's how I learned. That was funny. But, uh, but anyway, so I like, um, and I used to do it with Joe, like when I was first learning how to pass the guard, Joey just swept me over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Sure. And, um, I don't know. There's certain people that I know that I see all the time that like, no matter what I do, I always end up in the same couple positions just cause like, that's what I'm working on right now. Or, or that's just what I do gravitate towards like winning or losing i seem to end up in the same handful anyway so so if i roll and train with a person all the time it not that it gets boring but it's like kind of repetitive so forcing myself to be in another spot 
I don't know. Like, I don't mind losing like that. Like, I don't mind getting swept 40 times in five minutes. Like, if you're working on a sweep and I'm working on defending it, like, that's just how I try to figure it out. I I don't, like, I laugh half the times when I get swept because, like, it's the same thing again, you know, and I did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And and listen, I'm not saying that that there aren't attributes about every training partner that we have that are very similar in that respect to, to what we're doing. But, but like overall, just overall, it's like you and, uh, and Dan Bailey's like, we always get into a lot of position. And it's just like fun. Like it's playing jujitsu. It's fun for, and I feel like it's fun for both of us, you know, whenever, whenever we're doing that stuff. Well, and I've had a lot more success with like the play style of not trying so hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like how I've been able to train like more, a little bit more of being able to do two days a few times a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like literally the only reason I can is because I don't fight for stuff that much. Like if you, if I'm like getting past, it's okay. Kind of mm-hmm. situ- a lot more than it was before. Like I'm still trying, mm-hmm. you know, but like it's definitely more of a relaxed style. And I think that's just being comfortable with people. Your training partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you do if that's not the case with a lower belt, right? If, if they're, if they're not doing it, what, what do you do? What do you like if they're maybe a little bit overzealous in there? Well, that's what I have been doing is just whatever happens, happens. Like if he, like there's new people that come up and like they try to stack pass right away because it's a common, Mm -hmm. the Gracie pass is very commonly taught. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Know, so that's everybody's first reaction. So if they're getting it, like I can tell, like my neck starts to hurt from fighting the stack pass. Like I can sit in there in training and like, it doesn't hurt at the time, but then like the rest of my day is a little mm-hmm. jacked up. So it's, you know, whatever, like if they get underhooked a leg, then I was too late and I should have done four other things before I tried to defend it from my knee and my face. So it's just for me, that's, that's kind of how it's been. And I guess that's the other good thing about having longer rounds with newer people is it's like you, if you go all out to submit me the first time in 30 seconds and we still have four and a half minutes left, like I'm getting right up and we're going to continue. So like, you know, back to your mantra of you're not losing and getting and tired. tired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, but it's like, you know, we're going to continue. So, you know, this isn't, this isn't life or death. So if you right. expend everything in 30 seconds to, you know, quote unquote, not die. I mean, I understand that mindset, I guess mm-hmm. of like a self-defense perspective where it's like, you know, do or die, but like, you know, mm-hmm. we're not really doing that. So, you know, keep going. And then the, the time can kind of wear people down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More difficult question. What about if an upper belt, is going too hard, maybe applying submissions too hard, maybe doing something. What's your reaction then? Cause that happens, right? I mean, you know, sometimes it happens. Yeah. Tap early. Yep. That's a good, that's a good one. It's about it. It's about it. You don't say anything to him. No. Nah. All right. I feel like there's more of a discussion in that area. You know, I feel like that has to, it has to come with time and with building a relationship with people, you know, 
Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer to those, those questions are, but, uh, but hopefully everyone out there has got great training partners that they can always go to. I know we do. Mm-hmm. I know we do. Um, and listen, if, if, if you're one, you know, if you identify with any of these negative training partner type scenarios and just make yourself better, you know I mean? That, that being aware of it is kind of what it is. And guess what? If, if, if you don't say anything, like if you don't, there's, it doesn't have to be an asshole. And I'm not talking about like if somebody submits you and you get pissy about it, that's stupid. You know I mean? That's just stupid. But if, you know, I'm older and and I'll I'll say it. I don't mind it if somebody puts something on hard. I'm going to tap early first off. Mm-hmm. If they put it on hard, I'm going to be like, dude, I'm I'm in here trying to train and not be off the mat for months at a time. Right. You know. I mean, if if you know if it means a lot to you, then mm, maybe I'm going to take a break from rolling with you for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it means that much to you, but but I'm going to let them know because if if they don't know then they can't understand that, you know, if there's people avoiding training with them, you know, they can't understand that. So, so I, I feel like you have to, in a, in a, you know, in a positive way that, that, that's not, that's not driven by ego. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like, like, I mean, everybody in there has tapped me, you know, all the upper belts have tapped me hundreds, if not, thousands of i've been caught once or twice myself times <laughs> yeah i mean so it's like what you know you might be frustrated you're like damn i saw that coming you know whatever that's fine whatever it's it's no big deal that's no big deal but uh somebody pulls something cheeky on you or gets a wrist lock and you need to do the bernardo fria me and pete, were, me and, me and pete were talking about the, the other day because like one of those half guard sweeps that john was showing and it's like and he's just like, those are the worst. Like when it's, you're getting swept and like you have enough time to basically be like, God oh, damn it. And as you're rolling slow, over and slowly slowing, falling, you going. nothing you can do about it. And it's just like, God oh, damn it. And I did that to Patrick the other day and I did it extra slow too. <laughs> <laughs> it was like five seconds. <laughs> Sweet. It was actually that, I think it was actually that one, that Russian one from half guard that we learned. Cause you can do that super slow and it's, they're not going anywhere with that. And that's the same as, as when John showed from like a side control escape too. Right? Uh-huh. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see that opportunity enough, like in real time. That side control escape with that Russian is just the Peterson role from wrestling. I mean, it's one of the most, it's one of the most rudimentary escape, uh, escape reversals to get in a really good position in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, that I actually really like doing. That's, that was one of my moves that I really like doing. So it, that was, I used to see that all the time. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, what else makes a good training partner, Phil? Oh, I don't know. Just good hygiene. Don't wear a stinky gi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a bad training partner if they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just showing up and having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It, it, yeah, because at the end of the day, man, if you don't have a smile on your face, leaving there. If you, I mean, I'm sure everybody has those days. What was it? The meme that whenever says that <laughs> you're driving at home, uh, 
with the radio off just thinking about how bad you are. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everybody has those days, but th- those are so few and far between, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even remember the last time I, like, I don't Yeah, I mean, it still happens to me. Like, I'll have a shitty class. Like, yeah, sometimes stuff gets shown and I just, I don't get it at all. Yeah. Or... I don't know lately i don't know i always put myself in really bad spots mm. like i'm always like it's not hard to find them but like always trying to work on the thing i'm not good at so like i'm putting myself in the guard a lot and i don't like i told people as i was getting ready to compete it's like if i'm in the guard i'm losing it happened i lost like i knew that ahead of time like that's the weakest spot for me that should be better and it's not and I'll just keep putting myself there until I figure some stuff out. But I don't know. It goes back to like, I just have fun. I have fun losing. It's the whole, mm-hmm. like, even yeah. even if like Roland swept me like 10 times in a row in like mm-hmm. three minutes, I don't, I don't care. And that's mm-hmm. the same thing I'm trying to do stand up with you where it's like, I'm terrible at that. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing with Talise. And, and it's funny too. Cause like, we're not trying very hard and we're not going hard with the takedowns, but like Talise took me down like three times the same way. Mm-hmm. and it's fine but then he goes to show me the takedown like do it slow and shit and then like that's when falling hurts yeah. so I'm just like I don't even care to learn anymore right. like let me just do it and just take me down over and over again because that hurts less than yeah. like these demonstrations like just yeah, keep doing it because right. yeah. like I'm just going to approach it the same way I did guard passing at first where it's like I'm never going to be great at this let me just figure out enough things to know when I'm in trouble because mm-hmm. then I can start then I can figure things out. Yeah. But like, I don't even understand when I'm in trouble standing up. <laughs> like when you were talking about the head thing, what did, what, what was the head thing? Something to do with a double leg? Like when you like fake down. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what that was, but yeah. it was something so basic. You were like, I didn't even realize you didn't know that was happening. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of things like that I'm you not take even for granted that whenever you do something for a really long time, you know, you, you just forget, like, and it's so weird because with jujitsu, you almost have to remember those things. You almost have to remember those little things, you know? Um, but with wrestling, I just don't, I don't, maybe it's just because I've never, I know it's not true because we were always teaching each other in wrestling too, you know? So, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it just was because was I was so far removed from it. I just didn't. I do it instinctually, but not, not from a, not from a, I don't even realize it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. Yeah. No, I know. Like you're like, I, I tell you what I just realized and then you're always a little blown away that it was like not something I knew yet. Right. Like it's just not something I did. Yeah. 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 No, I, I take for granted that like, I, I think that's, I think I take for granted. Like I always think, well, whatever I know, they probably know, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's not true. Well, I think, and, and when John is showing a technique or something, there's usually something I'm waiting to hear about it. Like, like, all right, well, this is why I fail this. So like, I'm going to try to see again how he addresses that, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like looking for my problem with the move at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm trying to pay attention overall to everything he's saying, but like if I'm failing the flower sweep over and over again, I'm looking for like, 
how does he deal with the the reason that I'm failing it? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the burning question in my head as I watch it. So like, and usually it's do the technique better or do the setup better and the technique will work. So if there's five mo- parts of the technique, like I can do four of them. I just take those for granted. But like the fifth part's the reason I'm failing. That's what I'm focused on. So that's, you know, that I could see why you would take four things for granted and not realize that I didn't understand those. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're right. And I think that's kind of what happens. But with, with takedowns, like I've never done it. Patrick was joking around because he was watching me in Talese and Patrick's like, it's so funny to watch you just walk around with like the carelessness of someone who's never grappled because like I'm crossing my feet up back and forth, just reaching out. And he's like, you just walk around. He's like, you're tapping your foot for some reason. I was like, I don't even know I do that. But he's like, you cross your feet. And I was like, ah, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't even know when I'm in trouble, but like, I'd rather, I'd rather learn it just by getting taken down. Yeah. Cause it seems like it hurts less than like drilling those. No, I know, like, man. Throws and right. stuff. I just don't. You're right. You're right. That's why it's fun to like, you know, to do that, to do just like flow rolling, flow wrestling is freaking, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Flow wrestling is fun. You know I mean? And you get into the takedowns, the, uh, you know, the turns, everything. It's, it's really fun to do that. But in order to chain wrestle or flow wrestle, they call it chain wrestling. Whenever you do it in a wrestling room, you know, you have to kind of have a baseline to do that. So that's what makes it tough. You well, know? that was and that was my argument against flow rolling back when I was making the argument against that. Is like I didn't know enough things. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I would only end up in a certain spot, and at a certain point, like my defense is is pushing you mm-hmm. and trying to like push you. Yeah, and, you know it doesn't work, and it's not the right idea. But like if you don't know better, it's hard to it's hard to go slow because because yeah. my list of techniques was like three techniques long. Yeah. And I, they ran out really fast. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> you flowed the hell out of those three techniques. So. <laughs> so, and uh, we blew past A, B, and C, and now I don't know where to go. So um, it turns into effort. I'm going to try to effort out of that. So <laughs> never the answer. But, you know, and I think that's why another reason we can train easily with each other is, is, like if I stop and I'm looking at what's happening and trying to think of like what's going to happen if I do one, two or three things, you kind of also wait and see. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, and the other part of it is knowing we both know what happens if we both give it a hundred percent. Like there's no, there's no question in where we stand. We all know that. Then so like you even said it today, I said pass the way cause I was working on the half guard. I said pass the way you always pass. And you're just like, I don't want to. Right. Because it's not fun because we know the answer to this story. We've seen this movie. I yeah, passed yeah. the guard, you know, and there's truth to that. And I do the same thing when I'm in your position. I try to work on other things because I know yeah. this one, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I think that's the key. And that is the key for, for everyone to benefit from it. Right. Is that you try stuff that you're not good at, man. And, and put yourself in that awkward position to where, to where you're able to get swept and then congratulate them for sweeping you or doing whatever, or submitting your like, good job and mean it because I mean that's what we're there to do is get better and if you do that same happy path all the time well you might be honing that edge but you're not honing any other edges and you know it's it gets to the point where I have to tell you to try because I'm I'm working on Mm. mine because I know my half guard sucks Mm -hmm. so I want you to do what you're good at and I want to see where it's at against what you would normally do Mm -hmm. you know 
and I know it's going to fail, but I need to see where and why. Sure. No, and I get it. It makes it against other people better, you know, but I think that, yeah. and the fact that I feel like I can say that, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because like, there's yeah. a lot of people I'm going to, I'm not going to tell you what to do. It's yeah. most people. I'm not going to tell anybody what well, to do. You're not going to talk to most people. So yeah. that's true too. <laughs> but you know, with, with you, you know, we can yeah. try to guide and to try to, cause we also both know that we're just trying to get better as fast as possible. And that's how yeah. the best I know how to do it. I mean, if I knew a better way, I'd be doing it differently. This is the only way that's the only I, way I, I mean, know. of course we're wrong on all of this. I mean, I think we got to point that out <laughs> to everyone. I mean, listen, folks, if you're looking to us for guidance, we're, you know, we're, we're stupid blue belts. We don't even know what the hell we're doing. We're not, we've done this cumulatively eight, seven and a half years, eight years, whatever. And we really know nothing. Uh, but we enjoy talking about it. So we're going to keep doing so. And if you're listening and you enjoy it, good. Thanks. But just, you know, we're, I mean, we might be hurting your game instead of helping it. I don't know. Part of my strategy. <laughs> good point. Bro. Playing the long game. Good, Playing good the long game. Point. Bunch of terrible advice. <laughs> All right, Philly, let's wrap this up. Tell the folks if they choose to do so, how they can support us. Uh, they can share the hilarious TikTok that I sent to you, and I'll I'll post it in the group later. It's the funniest TikTok ever. I don't it, know how you don't think it's funny. It's terrible. That's my new that's my new self defense move. <sighs> okay, it's terrible. It's hilarious, no. and and your choice. Shout your out to Patrick. TikTok is awful. Um, George really showed up, Patrick, in the recent meme wars when he showed up and and did a much better meme, much faster than Patrick. Um, Patrick came back strong though with the submission magician, <laughs> which fun. I was bummed that I, did, I didn't even catch that like in real time, but listening back that joke, I, I missed it, but it was funny. <laughs> I um, didn't either. It was pretty understated in that, but yeah, I got you. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was good, but I'll put the TikTok in. That's hilarious that you just don't seem to appreciate. Okay. Well, yeah, I feel like uh, most people are going to be on my, on my side on this. Nah, it's just really will. cheesy. I don't think they will. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, like share, yeah, hey, if you know if you really like the podcast, go on uh, Apple Podcasts and and uh, give us a review. Or if you really hate it, do it. Do the same. We, you know, again, you know, I've said it before. We do this for us, not for you. True. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you're not out there trying to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.